I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, just where you think this Premier League cannot get any matter, we have another cracking night of darts. Welcome along then to night 11 of the Unibet Premier League Daily uh, here with us at Online Darts. Probably the best four-night matches of the Premier League since, I'm going to say, Birmingham last year when we had three games and Daryl Gurney beat Peter Wright. Spoiler alert, that happened again tonight, which we will come on to a little bit later on on this podcast. Uh, but uh, it is so tight at the top. It is uh, you know, certainly between second and seventh is separated by just two points. This Premier League is mental, and we're going to try and discuss what happened tonight inside the bubble in Milton Keynes. Jalafian and Phil Bars alongside you to talk some darts. Uh, Phil, before we go any further, uh, Jack Gobby-Garwood can't be asked tonight. He decided he wants to go out and spend his Saturday night, so it's just us two on the show this evening. Gob's going to get it both barrels, because I got it both barrels for missing the world, uh, one of our match play daily shows. At least I wasn't out like he is. I think the thumbprint's got a bit big and he's not allowed to talk to us tonight. I, I, do you know what? <laughs> I think... <laughs> oh, God. I think what's actually happened is the fact that he thinks he's just too big for his boots now. He's had a couple of shows and uh, that's what it is. He, he, he thinks he's too big for his boots now and can just swan off whenever he likes. Yeah, but the show must go on and we'll go on without him and he can't just waffle shit tonight, can he? So we'll just go no, on no, some that's, proper no, that, chat. That, that's a bonus. Uh, I'm, I'm also I'm quite glad at the moment because uh, a certain discussion about a best pro in the world will definitely have to be discussed a little bit later on. More on that to come a little bit later. Um, you're obviously inside the ball for us as always tonight. Great work as always with the interviews which will play out a little bit later. What was the feeling inside the MK uh, bubble tonight, inside the Marsh Arena? Because... Certainly from watching it on the telly and, and reporting on it for us, it just seemed like one of those nights that you will remember in the Premier League, which you can't often say about Premier League because you normally obviously 
move on. You've got one week, yep, yeah, great, move on to the next one. But that is a night that will go down, I think, in history. It was one of a weird night of darts, that. Yeah, no, definitely. But I think we're seeing the benefit because the players are playing every week. So they're getting better. They're used to the environment. They're used to the conditions. And I think we're seeing that now, mm. um, which I think is massively helping them. Um, some of them need to break um, because it is like Groundhog Day, cabin fever, being almost the same routine. Get up, you have your breakfast, you chill, you have your Nando's pre-game or, or whatever. Um, other restaurants are available. Hashtag Wagamamas. Um, <laughs> get, that, get that to sponsors here on this show. Uh, <laughs> You'd love um, that. Yeah. Oh, I would mint. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah no, I think the pressure's getting to the players as well because it is so tight. It's so close. Um, results tonight, huge bearing on the top four as always. I think it's safe to say now, I'm going to say it, does us in. He's not getting caught, as in he might get caught for the top spot, but four players aren't going to overtake him, in my opinion um, now. I, 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 I'm going to say that he just needs that couple of points. If he wins tomorrow night, I'm, I'm with you, 100%. 19, he's got you in for the last five years and he'll get you in here, in this tighter, um, this tighter Premier League than ever, probably. Yeah, um, so, yeah, look, it's just a, just a mint sport, isn't it? It's, I think I put on Twitter earlier, it's just madness, but this is why we love it. It really is. And like every single year, we seem to say this is probably the tightest, best Premier League ever. And it is really living up to the hype. And we'll start off tonight, our look back on night 11, with the final game of the evening. Gerwin Price against Michael Van Gerwin. Now, we'll come on to everything that, that Gerwin said in the interview with you a little bit later on. Obviously, he beat Michael Van Gerwin tonight by eight legs to four. I did not see that performance coming from Price, particularly on the outer ring. That was magical, some of the shots that he was hitting. First nine legs, he was unplayable. Let's have, let's have it right. Yeah, everyone had, a lot of be made around, oh, Michael Van Gogh lost again. I'm not having it tonight. He played all right, just that Price was unplayable. For the first nine legs, he's somewhere around the 111, 112 average. That's sensational. Absolutely sensational. So, credit to Price. He let his darts do the talking this evening. And it was a joy to watch. It was a good game, to be fair. But the 1-2-2 was a real sickener. Yeah, that was, was like a Ricky Hatton body shot from, yeah. from the Iceman. Um, it's just a pleasure to see. Look, he's ranked number three in the world for a reason. And a damn good reason at that. Because he's an excellent dart player. The thing is, is that you remember we were there obviously in Liverpool in that last game before the break um, between the pair and they put on a clinic then. It was an unbelievable game coming off that magical UK Open final, which is probably the best game on television so far this year. Price missing chances in that, in that game cost him. He didn't miss his chances tonight. And that was the thing. You know, people look at the averages and go, well, Gerwin Price finished on a 95.8 and, and Van Gerwen averaged a 99.1. And people go, well, that wasn't a great game of darts. Like you say, you go back to nine legs in, Van Gerwen was, uh, was somewhere in the region of 107. Price pinging in north of 110. It was madness. Madness, I tell you. 100%. And look, I'm just going gonna, gonna to put this one out there now. When these two are at it, they are unbelievable to watch and they just conduce to a good game. Arguably, the best game in world darts to watch when they're at it at the moment. I don't disagree. don't disagree at all. 
Um, and like I say, yeah, yes, it was a surprise because the way Price played the night before, he was he didn't play well. But that's the remark of a champion. The fact he can put it out of his mind 24 hours later, he can produce that. OK, we've we, we danced around the subject here a little bit now. Three losses in four for Michael Van Gerwen. It's the first time ever in history that he's lost five games in the Premier League. Is, yes. Is, right. I, I know I called it and said that it, he's in a crisis and I still maintain that there is a bit of a crisis there. I'm not going to go as far as to say that he's out the race for the top four because no one really is out the race for the top four at this stage. I don't think you think Daryl Gurney is and we'll come on to him in a second. But if he were to miss out on this top four, how damaging is that for him going into the back end of this year? I think in a normal year, it's probably bigger. But the fact that the year we've had, it's been disjointed. There's no fans in and the, the stop start, the environment they're being asked to play in. I'm not sure it's as damaging as what everyone thinks. It was 4 yes, of 17 tonight. 4 of 17 on the checkouts. That is not a Michael Van Gerwen. That's not right. Michael Van Gerwen. Yes, it will hurt him and he'll want to put it right. But he's got big enough shoulders and he believes his own ability that he will get it right. When we look back over history, how many times has Phil Taylor written off that he was done and he came back? Well, you say that, right? It was probably in the 2014 season when he really, when people really first questioned him. Maybe, maybe a bit earlier than that. Maybe 2011 when he, you know, when he went out of the World Championships. But I remember after that game against Michael Smith in the World Championships, and I think people then were starting to crush him off. Yes, he made a World Final and he, he won a fair few, he won a couple of more match, he won a match play off the back of it. But was he ever truly back to his best after that World Final against Gary? I don't know. Is the God's honest truth? somewhere there or thereabouts um, but even back in the day like when he lost to Barney he was done when he lost to John Part in his world final he was done he found a way and I think Michael's the same he will find a way to to get it right I've got no doubt about that whatsoever mm. like I say we're, we're, we're all saying he's struggling and people are writing him off in spells he's still averaging north of 110 in spells I genuinely think it's just a bit of confidence crisis. One thing I will say before we go on to Gezi is that when he does find it, because it, there's no doubt he will, he's, that, he's too good of a player not to find it. When he does find it, people are going to look very stupid. <laughs> I'll be honest at this moment in time. I'm not completely writing him up. I'm just saying at the moment he's in a crisis. But if he, but if he does get back to that sort of level, which he believes he can do, where he was picking up titles basically when he could be bothered, <laughs> when he could do it for fun. Watch out, is all I'm going to say, because when he does get the confidence back, he is going to go mental. 100%. Uh, yes. I, I, I do fear for whoever gets on the, bit, on the end of a, of a Michael Van Gerwen battering uh, probably next week, probably in the Premier League. A word on Price there before we hear your interview with him. Like you say, take some stones to come back from the 24 hours that he's had. More than likely going to have to be reported to the DRA for likely the comment. Um, you know, it is what it is, isn't it? What a performance for him for coming back from it in 24 hours. Yeah, 100%. And it just shows the mark of the champion. 
that he is. And look, yes, we all said that he shouldn't have done it. He shouldn't have liked the comment. Look, the original post, like I said yesterday, I've got no issue with that. But he was expressing how he felt it was up there. It was, it's the liking of the comment that is the issue for me. But the players have addressed it. They've spoken. They've, they've shaken hands. They're still friends. An apology's been publicly done. Line, we move on. We move on indeed. Let's hear from him now. He's talking to Phil. It's Gavin Price after a huge win that puts him one point off the Premier League playoff places. Gazi, congratulations. A huge two points for you this evening, beating the world number one, Michael Van Gerwen. What's your reflection on the game? Yeah, I thought I started off, I, I flew out the blocks. I missed a couple of doubles in one or two of the legs, uh, in one of the legs anyway. I think I was 5-1 up. I could have possibly been 6-0 six, six up and that's the way I felt. I w- felt I was comfortable, I was hitting travels for fun. And then all of a sudden you get the six and seven legs and then you can't hit the travel for, for love no money. But yeah, that's probably me just trying to get over the whitewash and get the two points that, that I needed and two points that I deserve, I think. When you're 7-2 up, and he starts ticking back these legs. Did, you, did your record against him at the back of your head start thinking, oh, no, not again? Was it 7-2 or 7-3? Yeah. 7-2. Was it? I thought, I, I thought he was 7-2, but... <laughs> ah, 7-3. But there we go. Even at 7-2, Michael's such a good player. He can just switch it on and you can just hit trouble. He was it, and I think he was scoring pretty well today. And I, I just pipped him in a couple of legs. And last starts were going in. And on, on other days, I'm missing. And people, like when I played Nathan, I, I missed three darts, two darts, one dart in legs. And then you, you've lost two or three legs and, and you've lost the match. But today they were going in those last darts and they, they're quite vital, I think. After the defeat last <coughs> night, would a defeat tonight almost have ruled out the top four, do you think? Yeah, I would have thought so. I, I need I, Even if I lose tomorrow, it's going to be quite tough. So it's a big game. Peter played really, really well today, but no, unfortunately lost. Fortunate for me, he lost because he might be a bit. <laughs> he needs to win tomorrow as much as I do. So yeah, whoever wins out of me and him, you know, I'll go above him, or he goes above me if he wins or stays above me. So yeah, um, it's a big game, and I need to get another two points tomorrow. If not two, then at least one. What's it like in the back when the table is so tight and so close, where a win or a defeat, you're shooting up three or four places? Is it is it nervous back there for for everyone? No, I don't think so. I think. You know, it's it's Premier League. It's it's, it's good money. It's not ranking points. I, well, I certainly don't feel any any pressure. I always want to win, but if I don't, I don't. And yeah, I hate losing. <laughs> I show that, and I show it a lot. And sometimes I shouldn't show it, but you know. But like I said, I hate losing. But if I if I don't if I don't win this event, it, as long as it's good practice for the the big majors, then that's all that counts. You touched on there. Was it nice to get back to your darts doing the talking <coughs> tonight and showing what a good player you are? Yeah, I, I know and I think a lot of people who doubt me know that, that I've got a game in me. It's just sometimes I, I let my down, myself down off the stage and it's, it's difficult. You know, it's sometimes it's so frustrating losing when you know that you've got a, a lot more in the tank and yeah, sometimes you just let yourself down and, and I have uh, a few times. We saw you come down later this evening. Was that something new that you tried? No, I've done that all week apart from obviously yesterday. I thought it was, uh, oh, what was it? Yeah, Glenn, I played yesterday, I think. And then I thought it was quarter to seven start again. But I was 45 minutes early, so that's why I lost. <laughs> <laughs> Gazi, pleasure as always, mate. Thank you very no much. Worries,
And there we have the Iceman, everyone. I thought a really decent interview as well. He, he, mm. he, was, he was laughing, joking. He says he's made mistakes. and He knows he's not 100% perfect, but that's why we like him. But moving on from there, an intriguing game. The spoiler alert that you put out earlier, Daryl Gurney beating the world champion, State by Peter Wright. But that's only the half of what happened. We had a nine data, the first from Snakebite on TV, which is bamboozling that that's mm. his first on TV. Bamboozling, I tell you. It, it, it's mad when you think about it because of the amount of, of titles that he's won. You know, it, it, certainly in terms of the pro sort, obviously, of course, he's got that, you know, he's won the, the Masters and the World Champs and, and now, obviously, of course, the UK Open. You'd think, because he's always been there or thereabouts in, t- in TV events, that he'd have hit a, a nine data by now, but clearly not. I mean, look, the, the thing about this, the fact that some big old stats around this nine data, Mr. Bars, Gurney obviously had the chart, you know, Gurney had the nine data hit against him by Michael Smith in the Premier League. That was uh, that was back in uh, Dublin uh, earlier on this uh, on, earlier on this year on Thursday when they played on Judgment Night. Peter Wright missed double twelve for him for the nine, and now this time he has hit the nine data against Gerwin. Uh, uh, sorry, against Daryl Gurney has Peter Wright. Big big stuff, big stuff. I like it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it, but. In the end, realistically, it didn't really matter that much because that is a huge win for Daryl Gurney. Make no mistake about that. That is huge. More than manner of the performance as well because it was his best performance to date in the Premier League this year, I think, as well. Mm. I'll give you that. I mean, 16 140s. I mean, only the 180 to uh, to right to nine, but 16 140s to be that consistent hitting that troll bed is mental. And obviously the 164 as well uh, for the second leg, which was great. Um, and in the end, he just punished Snakey for missing a dart for a draw. And I mean, I don't really know how because Wright was, was banging in the average, 103 average for Snakey, whereas Gurney's hitting 95. It, it goes to show you what good scoring, what, what good checkout hitting does in this sense. Oh, and 100%. I mean, I called it yesterday saying that his Premier League's done. Now with the results tonight, he's right back in the mix. Look, it's still unprobable, but it's on. Where a defeat, it's done, dusted, over. He's given himself a lifeline, and that's all you can do in this situation. When you're at the bottom and you're scrapping and you're fighting, whether it's darts, football, we've seen that in the relegation fight in the Premier League this year. Give yourself a chance, and you never know. And he's done that. It's a big game. But the thing is for Snakey, it's not that big of a defeat. Again, as we talk about this Premier League table, it's fourth loss of the year, but he's still in the top four because of it. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Absolutely Absolute mad. Bonkers. I mean, I'm trying to find the words to describe it, but I can't at this moment with time. So let's hear from the pair of them. Uh, Daryl Gurney... Uh, you'll hear from first as the winner, and then Phil managed to grab a quick exclusive with Peter Wright uh, after his uh, nine dart exploits on the stage. Here they are both talking with Phil. Daryl, many congratulations. Huge victory here this evening. A game that had just about everything. Sum up how you think your performance was this evening. Uh, 
well, uh, first four legs, I think, uh, uh, I'm not sure if uh, Peter had any darts that are double, but I, I was faultless probably in that sense. Um, but then I just thought to myself, on the fifth leg, on my throw, I'm thinking, just, just please, just hit him hard again, go 5-0 up, um, and we'll take it from there. And then all of a sudden, the NFL, I think I went nine darts without a, uh, without a treble, quite possibly, and then he's broke me, and then he's he's held. So it's 4-2, all of a sudden there's only one break in it. So I'm obviously standing at the back of the stage giving, me, giving myself dog's abuse. But um, no, there, there was a couple of tight moments in, I think, all honesty, I think the 1-4-1 the one one kept me in it. If, he, if, if I didn't have that... Um, Peter could have came and romped away with, but um, I mean, one day I'll be, even though I won this game, but one day I'll be as good as Peter next to them boys. I mean, if I was 4-0 down and against the throw, I'd be struggling, but um, for uh, Peter, uh, he's a worthy uh, world champion, and the way he came back at me, and in all honesty, let's face it, he should have had that 73. I thought the, I thought the tops was on. They get the draw, and then I thought to myself, if I, if I don't take this, it's going to be a draw. He ain't going to miss an R3 dart. So, uh, thankfully, I gave myself the opportunity, went treble, and last start then double eight. So, 4 0 up to 6 all. Peter's here 9 during that period as well. Do you sit and stand at the back of the stage thinking, maybe this just isn't my night? No, I, I, at the back of the stage, I, I, I've no one ever, in the middle of that game, I panicked, and um, instead of doing what I was doing at the very start of the game taking my time to not slowing Peter down enough in the gap but I mean the, my approach was time my throw was on time and then all of a sudden then I was rushing uh, and then I was kind of I was like panic mode but um, no I, that's all I was saying to myself uh, after a couple of legs I was like just calm down go back to what you were doing and uh, I think there was a stage of maybe five all, five all. Uh, I started off per in the first uh, six starts, and then I think I had a 140, and then I had something else, and that really put me in command again to go with the 6 5 up again to give myself the opportunity of keeping my nose in front. Um, so that's what I was just telling myself in the middle of that game. Start of the night, you have six points off the playoffs. Was tonight a genuine must win game for yourself if you are to gate crash that top four still? Um, no, all honesty, I'm not looking at other games. I'm not looking at whoever's above me. I, I think, and oh, I hope they get beaten, and I won and close the gap. The way I look at it now is just try and win uh, every game as possible. Try and get a draw. Try and get points out of some games, and make sure you go up there and show uh, how well you've been practicing, how well you've been playing. And um, tonight I did that, and I did that against uh, Nathan Aspinall. And there's just some nights I, I turn up here like um, like last night I wasn't great against Michael Smith, and I just really confused myself the how I'm not producing it every single night because I'm doing every single thing exact same every night, and there's just tonight tonight the only the only difference I made was I was being more uh, my timing was far far better whenever I was uh, pr approaching the hockey, um, not really throwing I was just. I was taking my time there too as well, making everything was nice and smooth. But um, yeah, no, tonight made a difference because Matt, uh, I think he had a word with uh, Martel, and Martel says that um, my timing was off and my throw, which he was right because one minute I was I was thrown fast and I was alright. I was hitting tons, 140s, uh, and then the next throw was in, I was possibly hitting 60s, 41s, 45s. So the inconsistency was always kicking in, so I always slowed it down, and then sometimes I slowed it down too much, and I rushed it out, and there was a 
obviously we're up there, we're nervous. So I had a slight shake in my hand and uh, would have pulled the dart into a one or a five. But uh, tonight I just concentrated on really just getting my approach right and um, keep my arms straight. And tonight that made the difference from previous night. Last one, just touching on what you just said there. Do you think more coaching is needed in darts? Because in all other sports, top players, golf and everything like that, they have coaches. Do you think it's something that's needed in darts? Um, I don't think it's needed in darts. I, I think um, you need pointers, as I'm just somebody telling you, listen here, I think if you do this, this will help you. If you do that, it'll help you. I don't. If you, the thing is with darts, if you overanalyze your throw, um, you, you're only going to go one way and that's down. So, I mean, everything else you've done for, for me, I've done it now for 22 years and everything's been kind of naturally self-taught. But there's, there's just sometimes you, need, you just need a throw on TV and somebody goes, the, no, you're doing this wrong. And then I haven't watched it back. And obviously he's watched me now the last four or five nights and he's going, no, what, you're doing this wrong. So then I'm thinking, well... I need to address this, and that's what I did tonight. And uh, I came away. I played a lot better. Um, all honesty, I'm glad I got the win. If I got a draw, or even if I lost, uh, I'd be happy more that I produced the way I've been been playing. I made an improvement, and uh, getting the points is uh, an extra bonus. Chad, pleasure as always, mate. Thank you very much. Here, commiserations on the result this evening. However, congratulations on a fabulous Nandata and remarkably, your first on TV. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's good to get one on TV. Uh, you know, I've been not so close, close, but uh, you know, I felt good coming in to coming here and playing. So I've got fancy nines and stuff like that. I'm, I'm hitting them in practice and stuff like that. It's nice to actually hit my first on you know, in the Premier League, it was fantastic. After coming so close the other day, did you just take that little bit extra time to make sure the double 12 this time round? I, I, I did, as you, as you say, I just, I, I threw it properly and, you know, I released and I went, if it doesn't go in, at least I've thrown it properly this this time, not like the other day, it was like, hit and hope, <laughs> please go in the other day, but this time, I feel really good. Being your first on TV, what's that feeling like for the, the first one? Well, obviously, uh, you know, I was like, <laughs> I was like that. You know, I went, oh, come on, stupid, I can do this anyway, and just get on, get on with the match. And it was like, uh, uh, it took me, you know, a few throws to try and get back into it. Uh, so, is it a massive adrenaline rush that next throw after hitting it? Yeah, yeah, it, it is. You know, it's, it is for me because I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm just like the clown of the game, and uh, uh, the clown, clown hits a nine dart. <laughs> As well, you've now hit one. Michael Smith's hit one. Is there one eye on that huge bonus from from Unibet for hitting two? I was, I, yeah, obviously. Uh, but I think uh, there'll be more players. Uh, I think Gary could hit one. MBG could hit one. Nathan Aspinall, you know, even Darrell you know, he's, he's starting to play well. Uh, so, you know, there'll be more nine dollars. Congratulations, Willie Golf. Thank you very much, champ. Thank you. Daryl Gurney and Peter right there talking with Phil after uh, that game. Of course, Gurney beating uh, Wright 8-6 and that allowed uh, Nathan Aspinall to go second in the table with an 8-6 win over Michael Smith. Now, the big story here for me is the fact that obviously these two played on judgment night and Smith missed eight darts at a double to uh, get a point in that one. This time around, uh, Phil, I'd have been very surprised if Nathan Aspinall hadn't come through and won that game because he deserved to for me. 
I did, but as he said in his his press with us, he almost blew it. Mm. He he almost gave Smith the, the the chance, and yes, Michael didn't play particularly well tonight, but he still carved that. He still gave himself opportunities, and yes, they were partly to do with Nathan missing darts at a double, but he still battled and took the chances. So. Look, it's it, it's a funny game this Premier League at the moment. Michael Smith looked Rolls Royce, then doesn't play very well. Nathan Aspinall last night, big darts went astray at big numbers, but then tonight he put in a performance. It's 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 really baffling that these that this group of players that we've got now, that on any given day they can beat anyone, and on another given night there's vulnerability around them, and I think that's why we like it. Because they are vulnerable, but they are brilliant. I mean, let's look at the averages here. 93.7 for Smith. That's not anywhere close to what we're seeing from him for most of the week anyway. 96.4 average for Asp, but he hits 8 of 33 on the outer ring. His scoring's there t- tonight. He was carving out chances. He's just going to bloody take him. Yeah, so, 100%. Uh, but, the, but how... Big of a win is this for Nathan because it's got him back up into second place. I mean, look at the top two now. The top two are the debutants this year in the Premier League where people must have thought, well, they're probably cannon fodder to go down because they've never played in this format before. How big of a defi- how big of a win is that for Nathan Aspinall to get back up into the second place, back up into the top four? And he's got a little bit of a cushion, a point cushion at the moment. I say, that, I say a point cushion. You know, it could all change. And it probably will all change tomorrow, but... For now, he's going to sleep tonight, thinking a couple more wins, and I'm and I'm at the I'm at the O2. Yeah, but we said this two nights ago when he beat Michael Smith again, and then he went and lost. It's only a big win if he backs it up. If he loses again tomorrow, he's back in the same situation. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's be- I think we're better equipped to assess this after tomorrow when the players have then got a three day break how big the results are. Yeah, but as I say, for Michael, it, it's, again, it's a huge defeat because, you know, it's, it's losing of a point that he probably didn't necessarily deserve, but probably thought he would have got one at least at six all. It's five wins, five defeats and a draw so far for, for, for Buddy Boy. But he's only one point off the top four. It's, mad. it's, just, it's just utter madness in this Premier League and that's why I don't think it's a damaging defeat but if he loses tomorrow against Michael Van Gerwen then the games start running out and I do fear for him to not make the not make the O2 no it's just bamboozling at the moment we (laughs) we can't call anything that's the worst thing about this Premier League we cannot call a damn thing no, and to be fair, the way it's going, we could need Carol Boredom and Abacus to work out it was going to the O2 with a night to go. Yeah, it's ridiculous, isn't it? It is ridiculous, but it's a big win for Nathan Aspinall. He gets up to second place. 13 points on the board. Michael Smith is down in seventh, but he's weirdly only one point off the top four. Madness in the Premier League, but Nathan Aspinall is going to be in that top four tonight. Here he is talking with Phil after his win. Nathan, congratulations. Another two points on your tally. Full of drama up there. Just sum up how you're trying to fill for us now after coming through that game. Shattered. <laughs> it was a it was a grueling game. I think you can see the the pressure on both players. Um, obviously, I was third last night. Lost in a 
terrible performance by myself, um, I felt anyway. I went down to six, and obviously if I lost tonight and the results went my way, I could have been second bottom. So I knew how important tonight was uh, against, obviously, Michael, who, you know, he, he's not only a great player, he's a great friend as well off, off, the, off the hockey, and it was... It's tough when I play him, it really is. Him and Davil, it's tough when I play them. Um, and I feel a bit of an idiot for, for the way I reacted on stage, I given it a bit, but I need adrenaline and at the end of the day, it's an individual sport and I needed that to get to get me over the line. And, uh, you know, once I start playing like Nathan does, giving it a little bit on stage, uh, the dance start falling a bit better. So, you know, Michael knows, Michael knows his no, uh, what's the word? There's no offence there when I'm doing it, it's just to get me going and uh, you know I'm happy I got going and I'm happy with the two points. On reflection, did you make harder work of that game than yeah. it needed to be? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, looking back on two nights ago when I played Michael, I should never have won that game. Um, and But I should have won that game. Um, and luckily for me, I've come out with, with the four points. But uh, no, I should have buried him earlier on. Uh, my doubles were poor. Um, Practising my doubles were great. So. A bit frustrating for myself, but uh, yeah, it's tough at the moment. Obviously, every point counts, uh, every leg counts. It, it's really the nerves up there, whether there's a crowd or not, it's so nerve wracking uh, because obviously there's a, there's a title at stake and there's a lot of money at stake, you know what I mean? A lot of pride as well. So um, it was a tough match tonight with Mike, but uh, I'm over the moon to get the two points. How long did it take to get last night out of your system? Because you had MBG foot on his throat and, and you let him off at 4 1, yeah. I think it's fair to say. To be fair, I'm. I, I have my moment, so I have my, my 10, 15 minutes of stay away from me. <laughs> uh, not when I lose, when I perform bad and I lose, I have my 10, 15 minutes. Uh, but what I did last night was I walked straight up to the room and um, there's been a lot of play, us dark players have been getting a lot of stick on social media, uh, not just in the Premier League but, but in other tournaments. So I thought the best option was just to turn my phone off. Uh, Martin, my manager, went on social media this morning, cleared all the negative comments. Um, so I woke up with a fresh head. Uh, I didn't play golf. Um, had some breakfast, had some nice dinner, and uh, you know I think that's worked today. What's it like in the practice room? Because the table's so tight at the moment. Are all eight of you feeling the pressure back there? Some people will say they're, they're not. Some people say they will. It is nerve-wracking. End of the day, we all want to win it. It's a massive, massive tournament. Um, obviously, first and foremost, we want to get in the top four, and because it is so close. There's definitely a lot of nerves, and again, I think that game proved it tonight how important. You know, if I lost that game, I could have been seventh sat here uh, tonight, but I'm second. It, it is so tight, but uh, yeah, it, it, it's nerve wracking, and I'm sure as the days go on, it's going to get even worse. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's a pleasure as always, Dad. Thank you very much. Cheers, Filter. Well, there it is. There's the ass talking to us as always. Playful mood, and he's been banned from the golf course. By his other half. <laughs> Banned! <laughs> oh, um, well, he's not going to be happy with that, is he? Let's be honest about it. He's, he's resigned himself now that when he plays golf, he loses. So, <laughs> the, golf, the golf is over. Um, from there, the final game of the evening. Oh, what a game. Had just about everything. It was the league leader, Glenn Durrant, against the flying Scotsman, Gary Anderson. And it finished 7-0 somehow, and I say somehow in brackets, because Dozer dodged some bullets, I think it's safe to say. Gary Anderson missing seven match seven. starts seven. across yeah. two legs. Six in one leg. Oh, Gary, Gary. What have no, you done? Gary, Gary. 
No, Gary, Gary. Uh, that is astonishing. Gary Anderson does not mismatch darts regularly, never mind seven of the things. How? How did that happen? I, 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 I still can't get my head around it. No, I've got no idea. Um, Story of the game, by the way, listeners. So, it's three all, and you're thinking, okay, this could be an interesting game because Dozen wasn't really firing on all cylinders, but he got something back into it. You know, that, that one three eight to get back on throw at three two was was magical, and then he just went missing on the doubles, which is not Glenn Durrant like. And uh, then Gary just started pinging them in for fun. Goes back to seven three, and you think, okay, it's an easy win here for Gary, and the top four race A is back wide open, and B the race for the top spot is back wide open. Now it's not because of that point for Dazza. Missing those six match darts in the, in, in the 12th leg, I, I can't explain that. Gary doesn't do that. And I don't know whether... Is it, is it bad to the pressure might have got to him over the fact that he's about to beat the league leader? No, I just think it was one of those ones. They, they weren't poorly throwing darts either. In, in fairness, I think it, it happens every now and then, doesn't it? Yes, but uh, that is a big point for Dozer, isn't it? <laughs> I don't want to be so, I don't want to call it an understatement of the century there, but it is a big old point for Dozer. That's a monster point, absolute monster, and he's still unbeaten somehow since Premier League restart. The last time he got beaten in the Prem was was on Dublin against Nathan Ashley. So you can say in Dublin. I, in a game, I don't know how he lost that one either, to be fair. No. I think, look, the Premier League, look, for me, he will make the O2. Or sorry, he will make the playoff finals. I say the O2 loosely in brackets because that's where it still is at the moment. Um, mm-hmm. For me, the way it's going, he's there. I think mathematically he needs two more points. But for me, he's there. Start, start planning for the finals, Glenn. With that plus 22 leg difference as well, like, come on exactly. now. That is, that is a mental leg difference. That's very yeah. Michael Van Gerwen-esque in the Premier League, to be fair. Um, like you said, I think, to be fair, 19 points has got you in for the last five years. And he's got Daryl Gurdy tomorrow, which you'll come on to a little bit later, as you've heard from Glenn. That could be the fact that he's probably sewn up the O2 then with four nights to go. So that that is a dangerous Glenn Durrant, if that's the case, because he... Whilst he's obviously got to try and make sure that he mathematically secures the Premier League, to be in that position where you're basically guaranteed a spot there, that's a dangerous position for a darts player because you could basically just go go for it and just see what happens. Yeah, but I think that, look, the, the, we all know there was a contingency plan for the PDC that potentially the, PD, the Premier League final was going to be on the 6th, mm. wasn't it, after the, the last night. Yeah, from inside the bubble, that's not happening. The final will definitely be on the twenty second of October. However, if the final had been on the sixth, Glenn Durrant wins the Premier League. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. At this moment in time, there's no better player playing in the Premier League than him. I'll give you that. Yeah, I say, I say, if if the final was directly after this run of games, he wins it. I'm still not but, calling him the best player in the world. Uh, <laughs> still, luckily, luckily, golf's not here to give me shit for that. So, uh, I, look, look I, I'm, 
I'm coming round to the argument and I'm listening to the debate that these two are giving me. Normally, uh, listeners, if you haven't listened back to our previous episodes throughout the week, then the debate has been about whether Glenn Durant is the best player in the world. At this moment in time, he's the best player in the Premier League. There's no doubt about that. But again, Gary, I think, I weirdly think Gary might be hurting from this uh, draw, uh, point here, Phil. Because he'll be thinking, I could have been two points behind him. I'm really pushing potentially for that top spot. But Glenn Durant now is guaranteed, regardless of what happens tomorrow, he's guaranteed to be top by the end of the week. Yes. And he needs the break as well. We said in, obviously we'll come on to him and hear him. He's, gonna, he's going home for a couple of days because he needs to get out. He just needs to relax. I think that could do him the world of good. Could you imagine going home knowing that you're in the O2? Well, Glenn will know that tomorrow if he does win. Uh, let's hear from you now, though. And here is his interview after the draw. Somehow coming back to draw 7-0 with Gary Anderson. Here is Glenn Thurman. Glenn, congratulations. A huge point in the context of the Premier League. But you sit here a very relieved man this evening. Uh, quite embarrassingly, uh, you know, I'm getting interviewed now. I was clearly thinking during that 7-3, seven, 7-4 seven, down... Uh, ready. I was going to go straight to bed. I was going to go and get myself a good 12 hours sleep. Didn't expect to be sat with Phil Vaz, Dan Dawson and RTL, etc. Uh, I have dodged the Vincent van der Voort bullet tonight uh, that I did in the match player. Um, but sort of with Gary Anderson, who was clearly the better player in that match. Tops and tens, your nemesis at the moment. Is that perhaps the one part of your game that you need to... That's what the flights were about, a, a quicker trajectory to that double ten. That's what I've been working on. Like I have thrown more data double ten than than treble twenty in the past, you know, few eight weeks, etc. And uh, tonight it didn't work. But you know, the other nights I sat here where you said I never missed tops and didn't hit double sixteen. So you know, when it all clicks, you know. But I, I sit here on seventeen points and. I just, you know, I would, like I said, I just snapped your hands off that at the beginning of the, of the tournament. Uh, something to work on tomorrow is that tops and tens. We've seen you play some fabulous stuff, Lynn, tonight. We've seen you not at your very best, but you're still unbeaten. Does that prove that Glenn Durant's got all part of his games and he's capable of getting points from any type of game? Yeah, I'm feeling great on the stage, which is really dangerous, I guess, for the other players. You know, I'm in awe of watching Michael Smith and Nathan Aspinall before, and, the, you know, they're so free-flowing. They're such great kids, you know what I mean? They're great lads, and uh, what a bright future they've got. And I'm practicing with my uh, monotonous throw, my regimental throw, my robotic throw. Um, but it works, it works for me. Um, uh, 17 points, that, that's big, and uh, I, I, I'm pleased with that. I'm over the moon with that. One night to go before we have a slight break. Right now, do you need that break? Cause it's been a relentless schedule, hasn't it? Yeah, I do. Um, and I'm doing something that if the PDC allow me, I'm going to I'm gonna go home. Obviously, we're in a bubble, uh, and I'll check with the PDC guys. Um, but my intention is I, I, need, I need a palm up. I need just to see Middlesbrough and get home. Just the scenery, different hotel room, um, and then come back Tuesday night. People think I'm crazy probably doing it. I believe it's the right answer, and if the PDC allow me to leave this bubble, then that's what I'll do. Tomorrow, if you beat Darrell Gurney, puts you on to 19 points. The last five years, that's been enough for a playoff place. I don't know if you're aware of that. If you do win tomorrow, 
to then your goal change and your focus change from not the top four to actually winning the league? Yeah, spot on, Phil. Yeah, your answer's in the question there. Right? If you give me 19 points and then with four games to go, my target will go from qualifying as the top four uh, to the 25 grand massive prize for the guy that finishes top. And, you know, what a fantastic thing to put on my CV and, uh, you know, then hopefully go to the O2. You know, I'm dreaming, you can see me. You know, I can see the pathway um, right, you know, to the top there, but we can all dream. But you're spot on. If I get to 19, then the focus changes to uh, winning it. On one night, can you beat the best players in the world to lift this Premier League title? Seven days ago, I would have said no. I sit here now and I, I think, on a given night, I can win the Premier League. And I've never thought that in my life. There we are, Glenn Durrant talking through his draw against Gary Anderson and it is a crucial point indeed. He is guaranteed to be top of the table regardless of what happens tomorrow and to be fair, he is probably guaranteed as well to be top of the Premier League on Wednesday night regardless of well because of the way leg difference works. Let's hear, Correct. let's go through the Premier League table. Yeah, it was impressive, to be fair. Uh, let's hear <laughs> from, um, yes, best player in the world, potentially, Phil. I've always said that. No, uh, let's, let's, uh, let's part that discussion until our live, our live lounge, probably uh, on Bank Holiday <laughs> Monday or on Tuesday. Let's go through the Premier League table very, very quickly. Does it? He's at the top. Glenn Durren, 11 uh, played, seven wins, three draws, and only still the one defeat. 22 leg difference, uh, plus 22 leg difference with 17 points. Then it is tighter than a Nat's backside. Nathan Aspinall is second with a plus five leg difference and 13 points. Gary Anderson is third, a plus three leg difference with 13 points. Then comes Peter Wright. Top four for Peter Wright. 12 points with a plus five leg difference. Michael Van Gerwen is outside the top four in the Premier League on leg difference on 12 points. I can't remember ever the last time that Michael Van Gerwen was outside the top four in the Premier League after 11 games. Mental. But he is by one leg at this moment in time. Gerwin Price does his leg difference the world are good again. He's back to a 10-plus leg difference after his defeat of MVG tonight. He's in sixth place on 11 points. Then you've got Michael Smith on 11 points. He's got a plus-five leg difference. And then you've got Daryl Gurney with a minus-11 leg difference and eight points. Daryl probably needs to win all six of his remaining, you know, five of his remaining games for doesn't he realistically to make the playoffs and that'll only get him up to uh, 60, uh, only get him up to 18 points, which will be enough, but I can't see how that happens with that, with that leg difference as well. It's going to be very, very tough for him. Yeah, look, he's given himself a fighting chance. Will he? Probably not, but he's, he's going to go down trying. That, that, that's for sure. Totally. Um, so, Chin has given himself the opportunity he certainly has. Right. Uh, performance of the night then uh, at this point. Uh, I'll, I'll let you go first, as always, because I'm a generous man. Uh, who would you go for performance of the night here? Because there are a couple to choose from. Uh, yeah, the, the, there are a couple to, to choose from. Um, for me, I just... Runner-up is Chin. My performance of the evening is Gerwin Price. After the 24 hours he had and the performance he put in yesterday, 
to the performance he put in today, he's back in the race. So, and the fact he beat Michael Van Gerwen, edges, chin for me. Couldn't agree more. I was going to give it to Gezi. He deserves it for the way that he came back after the 24 hours that he's had. One point off the playoff places. And if uh, Peter Wright and Gary Anderson drop points tomorrow, he could find himself into the top four. Obviously, he will be into the top four because he will beat Gerwin, because he'll beat Peter Wright. Uh, so, uh, so there's that in terms of if he wins tomorrow. So it's a huge win for Gerwin Price. Let's see what he can do. He's won three of his last four, another win tomorrow, and he will potentially put himself into that top four. Okay, night 12. The game's come thick and fast in the bubble, in the Premier League. It's the last night of the first week, and this is what we got for you. Second against third kicks off the night. Nathan Aspinall against Gary Anderson. What a game that could be. Fourth versus sixth is Peter Wright against Gerwin Price. Then we've got fifth against seventh in Michael Van Gerwen against Michael Smith. Those three games are ridiculous in terms of what this could do for that table. And then we've got top versus bottom, Glenn Duran against Daryl Gurney to round off the night. And if Dazzle wins, we are saying that he's pretty much home and host into the O2. Well, Phil's saying he is already there, but mathematically, you'll need 19 points to get into the top four this, uh, in the last five years of the Premier League. If he gets that, then he will probably be there for finals night. Can you pick a game of the night there? Because I certainly can't at this moment in time. I'm just going for the whole night and darts is the winner. Yeah, I, I, I don't... I, I, normally, I, I'd, absolutely, <laughs> I'd, I'd absolutely cane you for sitting on the fence there with the splinters. But I, I honestly don't know what's the best game there. I, I'm going to go with a rematch of the World Championship semi-final in the shape of Wright against Price. Wright didn't perform well at all tonight, apart from the nine data. He's lost his last two in the league from decent positions. Uh, Price has come back and he's won three out of four. He's in a position where you think he's got to go and win another one. And if he does win another one, he could catapult himself up into that top four, particularly with a leg difference. I, I don't, I don't know what, what what's going to happen with that game. I don't want to call it, but that's probably the game that sticks out on me on that one. Obviously, Asp against Gary and Van Gerwen against Smith are huge games, but Peter Wright against Gerwin Price for me is the game of the night. Yeah, they're they're all mint. Let's be fair. Um, and... Yeah, even even Duzzer against Gurney's going to be mint because both of them need the win. If if Gurney wins, he could be a couple of points off the top four. If doesn't wins, then he's there at the O2. Well, that's what I mean. They all games have got something on them. I, 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 when was the seriously though? When was the last time really that we could say that all four games actually meant something? I, I can't remember that. League. I, I I can't to be fair, because um, normally the over the last few years the the top two stroke three have been miles apart. And everyone else is playing for one spot. Hmm. But second and seventh separated by two points. It is a madness in this Premier League. Bonkers. Absolute bonkers. Um, but it's, it's going to be interesting to see how the players approach the break. Which of them 
stay, which of them go, um, which of them go and play golf, which of them just relax. <laughs> well, it won't be Nathan Aspinall, will it? Uh, let's be honest about <laughs> it. Uh, right, I think that that's it for us on night 11 of the Premier League. You can tell in our voices that we are just so confused, bamboozled, every sort of word in the... So probably knackered as well is probably the right word to use after what's been a mad sort of week. Uh, Phil Bars, thank you for joining us. Uh, at least you could be asked to show up. Uh, Gobby can't, but uh, he'll hopefully be back on Bank Holiday Monday. When we have the live line special, we won't have a Premier League Daily for you uh, tomorrow. Uh, that's because we're going to be reviewing Night 12 uh, on the live lounge. It's going to come out Monday or Tuesday. Uh, still working out details on that one. But we will have the live blog for you at 7 o'clock. We will have our online report as well. OnlineDarts.com is the best way to go and view that, obviously. Uh, make sure you're following us across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search Online Darts on any one of those providers. And don't forget, of course, to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Online Darts TV, for reaction from inside the bubble with Phil uh, instantly after games. And uh, if you haven't already, if you, this is the first time you listen to us, thank you very, very much indeed. Uh, don't forget as well to subscribe. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google po- uh, Podcasts, or Spotify. Uh, we're on all available platforms there and uh, you won't miss a podcast on there as well. Thanks for joining us over the week for the Premier League Daily. As I say, no Premier League Daily tomorrow uh, because we will be reviewing them on the live lounge either on Monday or Tuesday. We will tell you when that's going to come out. But uh, on behalf of Phil Bars and the absent Jack Cobby Garwood, hopefully he'll be back on Monday uh, without a hangover. Uh, I'm, uh... Just before we go, Jar, <laughs> just before we go, on the live lounge, does he, make, does he have to make a public apology for not turning up tonight? I'm going yes. I'm going yes because people like hearing from you, Gob, and uh, the fact that you couldn't be asked to turn up, I think, is a dessert. I, I'm with you, Phil. Do you think it's apology time? A hundred percent. There's no no good reason why he couldn't have made the effort to get on tonight. No, totally agree with you. So, Gob, that's it. You've got an apology to make when uh, when we're on the live lounge on Monday or Tuesday. Uh, thanks very much again, everybody, for listening uh, throughout the week. Thanks again for getting involved with us and interacting with us. Uh, hope you've enjoyed it. What have we learned then on night 11? Well, Gerwin Price uh, has managed to put things behind him. He has managed to beat Michael Van Gerwin, push him out of the top four in the Premier League, and it is only one point off the top four for Gerwin Price. That Peter Wright hits a nine data. He's first on the telly, but in the end, it doesn't matter. Daryl Gurney gets an 8-6 win and stays alive just in his fight for the playoffs. Nathan Aspinall moves second and knocks Michael Smith down to seventh with an 8-6 win. And Gary Anderson blows a 7-3 lead as Glazer climbs back into it to remain unbeaten in the restart for a 7-all draw. Second and seventh are separated by two points. It's simply sensational. Sleep well, and we'll talk to you Monday. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.